regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. Public has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information. Welcome back. You are listening to Blue Collar Blacklisted. That is right. Your good friends, that being us, love you. Thank you all for listening. That's why we're taking time out of our busy holiday schedule to bring you a show the day before Thanksgiving. Thank On you for an li- off night. We don't yeah. even do this. No, Thank you for night. listening. We love you. Happy Thanksgiving. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What are your plans, Reverso? You can have any turkey? Yeah. Turkey... Pumpkin pie, noodles, mashed potatoes. I'd like to give you some stuffing. I'm good. Did you say noodles? Yeah. Noodles? What what kind of noodles? Ramen ramen noodles? No. What are you broke? No. You need some okay. No. So what (laughs) my wife gets this kind, they're just like coming in like a green bag at Walmart. I don't know. They're called ramen, I think, or something. Really? Yeah, ramen noodles. Yeah. Not ramen. It's what people eat in college. No. That's fine. I've got the Google picture of these. <clears throat> I just never knew people ate noodles for Thanksgiving. While you're Googling a picture of the, those. I'm not Googling a picture of nothing. These. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, unedited, everybody behave yourselves. Don't have to worry about me. I'm good. Yeah. Get your picture up so we can get this show on the road. Yeah, I'm, I'm just having traditional Thanksgiving dinner: turkey, stuffing, does anybody pie, okay. green beans, mashed potatoes. Yes, a lot of people. You have mac and cheese in there. Yes, I, okay. I am having mac right. and cheese. The real I'll send stuff. you a picture of it. Oh yeah, craft. I'll, I'll be making it. No, <laughs> not craft. I do like craft. I don't like. I went to the store and got the cheese actually to put in it. Like it's not powdered cheese. I would never eat powdered cheese. I don't believe that. Wait a minute. I recall. So for the for for those like the people that January, the people that it, January sixth when you 6th? tried to make macaroni out of a coffee <laughs> brewer. <laughs> Listen, when we went to the the January sixth uh, rally, I just stay in a room with Reverso and uh, had to wanted to. Listen, unedited. We had okay. And I tried to use the hot water out of the coffee maker to make like the little I think it's Annie's brand little mac and cheese that comes in the thing. Oh, that's organic. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Wow. I, I pulled it out of our pantry. It was an absolute failure. And he probably because it was organic. It's usually pretty good, actually. So, but either way, yeah, he still talks about that. But that is not what people are here to listen to. They are here because this is a blue collar blacklisted first, maybe. Because this was, uh, it's on Yahoo, but actually, it's from the New York Times. <laughs> and there's a reason that I'm going to read you a story from the New York Times. Given how I talked about last week, the pandemic amnesty the left is requesting. There's a few holdouts, and this is one here. And so, we haven't had a COVID, uh, we have a ton of COVID um, 
what do you call those things? The disclaimers, misinformation. Yeah, the mis, the yeah, the disinformation, misinformation disclaimer on our shows. And so I figured it was a, we were due for one. So I, and I don't want to do. I don't want to go small. I want to do like a a spin slam dunk NBA jam style. Oh yeah, suplex. Yeah. No. Jams it in. Everybody remembers NBA Jams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, He's on, on fire. fire. Yeah, yeah, so you can't buy a bucket. <laughs> yeah. So two-piece with a biscuit. Uh-huh. Is that that? I don't know. Sounds uh, good, though. Let's roll yeah. with it. All right, that's fine. So, yeah, we're, we're really going to put a stamp on this one. So this is New York Times, and this is Cheryl Gay Stahlberg. Yeah, you can say that again. <clears throat> Cheryl Gay Stahlberg. Cheryl Gay Stahlberg. A lasting legacy of COVID. Far-right platforms, just like this one, spreading health myths. Let me say that again. Far-right platforms, spreading health myths. <laughs> this is scary. I mean, we're spreading these yeah. myths. And, and you will personally appreciate this one. Not long after Randy Watt died of COVID-19, his daughter Danielle sat down at her computer searching for clues as to why the smart and thoughtful man she knew had refused to get vaccinated. She pulled up Google typed in a screen name he had used in the past and discovered a secret that stunned her. I wonder if he saved his passwords. He got vaccinated. Oh, no. Her father, she learned, had a hidden virtual life on Gab, a far-right social media platform that traffics in COVID-19 misinformation. (gasps) And there was another surprise. What? As he fought the coronavirus, he told his followers that he was taking ivermectin, a drug used to treat parasitic infections that experts say has no benefit. (gasps) And in fact, can be dangerous for patients of COVID-19. Oh. Yeah. Quote, on two occasions, I coughed so hard that larynx went into spasm and closed my airway, he wrote in a post on Gab a few days before Christmas last year. Frightening, yes, but relaxing instead of panicking allowed the airway to open in 15 to 20 seconds. Took, two dose, took a second dose of ivermectin along with ibuprofen for fever and my usual vitamin regimen. Rest, fluids, and prayer. Watt, a passionate songwriter and musician who loved the outdoors and had retired from an energy company in Ohio, died January 7th. He was 64. His wife and two daughters are still struggling to understand what led him to a site like Gab, which his widow, Victoria Stephan Watt, blames for what she called his, quote, senseless death. Around the country, countless Americans are suffering a very particular type of COVID-19 grief, a mixture of anger, sorrow, and shame that comes with losing a loved one who had consumed social media falsehoods. On Tuesday, in what was likely his last appearance in the White House briefing room before he retires from government service at the end of the year, Dr. Anthony Fauci, President Joe Biden's chief medical advisor, pleaded with Americans to speak out against scientific misinformation. Where's he been for the last five or six months? In hiding so that he doesn't get investigated. He's thinking if he lays low, maybe they'll forget that he existed. He's just counting on Biden forgetting that, but I mean, that'd just be a day or two. (laughs) I don't think it'd take that long. Quote, the, peop- the people who have correct information, who take science, ser- <laughs> science seriously, who don't have strange way out theories about things, but who base what they say on evidence and data need to speak up more, is what Fauci said. Because the other side that just keeps putting out misinformation and disinformation seems to be tireless in that effort. <clears throat> is that a sound clip from him? Yes. I thought it was. Experts say the spread of health misinformation, particularly on fringe media platforms like Gab, is likely to be a lasting legacy of the coronavirus pandemic, and there are no easy solutions. 
Quote, there has been such an incredible focus on developing vaccines, quickly said Tara Kirksell, a senior scholar at the John Hopkins Center for Health Security, adding, but from my perspective, there's a missing piece there, a missing social behavioral piece. You can get a vaccine out to people in 100 days, but they think it's poison. You've still got a big problem. We're going to leave that there and move to the next one. There is a reason behind that. So let's go on. So this is uh, Whoopi Goldberg got COVID for the second time this year. I don't know how many times this is for her total. Don't care. I mean. But she got the vaccine, right? Yes. And the boosters and told everybody else they should do it because that's and she was she followed the science. I wonder how many boosters she got. It says because I'm looking at the quote. It says you can get boosted within an inch of your life. But we'll well, that would have been one booster. But there's no telling how many she got. <laughs> Hit that reversal. No, well, with the video. Hit the video. <laughs> tell you you know you can get boosted within an inch of your life and then the next thing you know you got covid again <laughs> good god but i don't have it now and that's can why i'm back at the table. is anthony fauci inside her it her sounds like really it. raspy they kind of sound the same are they okay that's fine she, i mean she looks like she could have ate anthony fauci <laughs> yes all right i'll go ahead and she's still coughing. But I will tell you, you know, we, we've been used to people saying, well, it wasn't that bad. This was a rough one. Yeah, this was, was a rough one. It still one. felt rough. Huh? Yeah, and it, was, it wasn't feeling rough. It was it rough. It was rough. It was rough. You know, you get up and you think, oh, I'm going to go. Oh, no, I'm not. Yeah. You know? It's interesting. We've been seeing this. We were worried about a resurgence during the mm-hmm. holidays. And I was flying uh, this weekend. I flew to Florida. I was the only person with a mask on. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I was thinking, people, you... It's because you're an idiot. It's here still. Right, so let's wear our masks. Let's take the precautions. No, let's 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 not. Again, there's there's no actual scientific data to back up the idea of wearing a mask. And they're starting that like now the uh, it's not the CDC. I can't remember which. Oh, it's the WHO. Uh, no uh, health and human services. Yeah, they're they're recommending everybody wear a mask again, and they've considered mandating masks again. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, dude, you are out Since of your ever mind. I'll take your mask and shove it up your butt, dude. No way. Uh, this came out yesterday or the day before. Really? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're trying to fire all that back up. So, vaxxed and boosted with an inch of her life. This one, uh, and Al Roker's a big lefty, but, like, dude, when I was a kid, I don't know about y'all, but, like, you're more before school, like, when the... Oh, he, I remember, He's, yeah. like, America's weatherman. Yeah. Like, uh, he's a lefty, but, hey, I got no hate for Al Roker, dude. Like, I, I mean, I grew up watching Al Roker. He was way chubbier then. Yeah, he was. He he's that, he's America's media, He's America's weatherman, I yeah. think. I, I like Al Roker. <clears throat> And so uh, this is on uh, Gateway Pundit, NBC's Today's, Today Show. Weatherman Al Roker, 68, revealed Friday. He has been off the air for the past two weeks due to blood clots that landed him in the hospital. Roker, who tested positive for COVID in September, even though he has vac- been vaccinated and boosted, said on social media he had blood clots that traveled to his lungs from a clot in one of his legs. Totally normal. Wow, that's a long way. Hit the next one. Uh, the uh, libs of TikTok there at the front. So, the, and and I'm kind of jumping around here, but, and, and we will put links. Can we put this link in the description even before I upload this right now? 
we don't have to do it all. We can just do yeah, this one. Yeah, we can. Uh, you know, so I'll make a notation that we'll we'll do this one, and uh, even the one after it, because man, they're they're heartbreaking. So, and this is a post on True Social from Libs of TikTok. The people who did their their uh, line is the people who did this want quote pandemic amnesty now hard no, and so this is a funeral service, a uh, wake, and. Uh, <sighs> Pisses me off, dude. Um, family members at the front move their chairs together so they can listen to somebody's reading the eulogy and put their arms around each other. And then I'm assuming this is one of the people that works for the funeral home comes in and, and forces them to to get away from each other. I mean, it's just nonsense. Not scientific. Just not disgusting. Again, like these are the people that want to want a free pass for doing crap like this. And it gets – this is – Nothing compared to some of the stuff that was done under the false pretense that, that it was for your health. Go ahead and play that, please. It's my privilege to have been asked to conduct our service today to celebrate the life of Alan Wright. I therefore offer you all a very warm welcome as we unite in love and friendship to... This was recent, like. Yes, I, I believe it was. It, uh, now it's well, it was posted recently. Oh uh, yeah, but but even still, that I mean, either way, yeah. was that like in Australia or somewhere? I believe it was in Britain. Britain, yeah, That's some horse. Boop. Dude, it, it hit the, and the, this next one to me was uh, gut wrenching. And again, so and I apologize for the the people listening. That we, we'll we'll post a link so because there's a lot of silence in this one, dude. But it's it's a uh, it's a grandmother having con- in a nursing home having contact with her family member on the on the other side of a, a glass partition, and she just wants to to be able to touch her family member. And this is this the, this was the idiotic protocols that were in place because of of thuggery, yeah, and, and incompetence. And lies and deceit and misinf- real misinformation and disinformation. Go ahead and play it, Reverso, please. Hi. How old would you guess that woman is? She's 80 plus. Yeah, probably... Late 80s. And just the look on her face and stuff, she, she can't understand it. Like, she's looks like. Oh, she's heartbroken. Yeah. Yep. Holding up a picture of probably her grandkids. That's okay. Tapping on the window. Hey, I love you. Wow. So looks so confused. I wish. Yeah, she's motioning for him to come in.
That's good. She still got that ankle monitor on. It's it's just it's, it's nauseating, dude, that they did that to people, man. Like, yeah. And, and how much longer does she realistically have left to live? And how long did y'all plan on doing this? As long as I can get away with it. And and I know I'm kind of running through this pretty quick, but all that to say, what's so hot in the news right now? FTX hit this next one. Again, on Gateway Pundit, FTX funded $18 million towards research that claimed that ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine didn't work against COVID. We have personal experience with that here, and we've yes. talked about it before. Anybody want to speak to the, the personal experience of the effectiveness of, of ivermectin? Oh, ivermectin. I had two family members that were couldn't get out of bed. when I mean, they had COVID. They couldn't get out of bed. And they had positive tests. Yes, they had symptoms, unless yes. and so, uh, and at the onset of symptoms, they take a test, and the tests are both positive. Yes, and uh, it was bad. I mean, they were having trouble breathing and stuff, and I mean, it was it was all the symptoms, just one after the other, and went and got ivermectin from a friend of mine. Literally, within seven hours of them drinking it, they got up out of bed and walked into the living room. My teenage daughter was actually upset because she got better so fast and had to go back to school. And your mother? Yeah, my mother was actually in the hospital. On a ventilator? Close to a ventilator. Okay. And um, my sister snuck that into her, and she took it, and she was out of the hospital less than three days later. So how does it make you guys feel when you see – the uh, New York Times saying that that's misinformation. It's actually uh, can can hurt people that have COVID. What does that mean? What does that make you think? And how does it make you feel? I think how many people died for no reason that could have been saved easily by this medicine. Right. And so that argument that they're trying to make goes both ways. You're saying that people are dying because of misinformation, but dude, the actual science does not show that you had real medical professionals around the world talking about the, the, efficacy of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine hydroxychloroquine is a prophylactic that's but now even the cdc website has changed its categorization of of ivermectin as to an acceptable form of treatment for covid19 yet you still have holdouts talking about believing the science and misinformation like yeah it makes me just think that it's it was intentional Mm -hmm. and it makes me wonder if outlets like the new york times knew that ivermectin they worked did. absolutely yeah. they and did. just chose to withhold it or if right. they're just following protocol with what they're told to do and they're just such lemmings and and no they're they, on the take they, no because yeah, they're propagandists and, they're on the take and so it's like um that's that's what i think that's that's all the stuff that i've seen lately mainly the video that i guess you're gonna have later or talk about later whatever mm-hmm. Man, that's eye-opening. I mean, that's eye-opening. It discusses all of this. But but look at this. FTX funded garbage research that claimed that ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine didn't work against COVID. So when you start to look at the tentacles of how far-reaching this story is going to wind up being in totality over the next however many years, of inv- and it's yeah, going to take a long time long. for the actual investigations to even take place. I know the U.S. and the Bahamas are fighting about it over jurisdiction, this guy. <laughs> But look how far-reaching it was, and look at all... Because you all, know the U.S. wants to do it, so they can cover it up. Yes. Which, I mean, that the Bahamas, seriously? 
Oh, I mean, yeah. that means complete incompetence and ineptitude and, and corruption there as well. Oh, I know. But if, if, if they can if they can benefit somehow financially from exposing the truth, that'd be good too. But then again, you think the Americans wouldn't start having people knocked off a la Hillary Clinton? Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. <clears throat> I can do better. Come on, man. <laughs> the uh, FTX financed politicians in the U.S. in recent elections. Millions were sent to these politicians, as we already reported. FTX was actually the second largest donor to the Democrat Party behind, guess who? George Soros. <clears throat> now we have uncovered evidence that FTX was also, that FTX also funded research that was used to claim that the use of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine were not useful in combating COVID. FTX funded research behind a study on ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine that claimed these two products didn't work against COVID-19. The studies were, quote, stopped early for these two products due to the futility. See the chart for the study below. Investigational products, and there it is right there. Just manuscript and development. So this next one's going to be a little time-consuming. Um, this, uh, you can find this on Rumble. YouTube took it down, like, real quick. This this came out uh, t this morning or last night. Uh, and I sent this. Anybody that knows me that I have their number already has a link to this that got texted to them. But uh, Die Suddenly is the name of this film. You can find it on Rumble. And the, we've, we've discussed these fibrous... Clots to the that have been appearing in all these bodies. Yeah, and they said they have to call them clots because they're actually clotting their the blood. So it's flow, not it's not a blood, but clot. it's not a blood clot. It, they're calling it like white fibrous tissue. Yeah, white fibrous tissue. So I'm going to play a couple excerpts from the film. Um, and again, this will be a little time consuming. I only got two two sections we're gonna play. This is an hour and an eight minute movie that I implore everybody to watch. I'm telling you, I watched it in its entirety. It is very interesting. Yeah, and I so don't you see how it can be refuted. You actually get to see them remove, which I mean, I, I've you see them remove these things, and it's it's yes. So they remove one from a an actual beating heart. And the thing is. Well, I'll let you play it then. Okay. Uh, so we're, we'll play this, and uh, I'll tell you when to stop, Reverso. Go ahead. Have it dated for the quarter, I mean, numbered by the quarter. So the entire quarter, I had about 130. Yeah, only thir almost 14% had no significant clotting. No um, significant clotting. A lot clotting. of the substances that I'm seeing are stuff that looks pretty much, it's this white fibrous stuff. Now, instead of calling them blood clots, I try to refer to them as white fibrous clots or white fibrous structures. How come all of a sudden these things are happening in so many people? When I first started seeing these strange uh, clots, uh, in the beginning I thought, you know, this is kind of weird. It's kind of crazy. I, this guy's an embalmer, by yes. the way. As I started gathering more and more photographs, I'm able to share it amongst other people that I work with. I talk to other embalmers that have 30, 40, even 
50 years of experience. I'm a licensed funeral director, National Board Funeral Director, and certified embalmer. Um, I've been in the death care industry since uh, 1982. I've been embalming, been in the embalming process with well over a thousand bodies. And I had actually noticed some of the difference in the clots as well, in some of the bodies I had been embalming, and that had started recently. First time, first time I saw it firsthand, pulled out of a deceased, my end, was about three months ago. Been struggling to embalm people for around about 18 months. My embalmer was complaining that he was getting, having trouble getting fluid through people. And the way they do that is they cut into the um, carotid artery and they pump it around the body via a pump. He was struggling to get it through and we kind of thought, well, maybe the pump wanted servicing and had a look at it, it doesn't. Pulled this out and he kind of grabbed the end with the tweezers and this comes out in one piece, one elastic piece. It, it looks like um, calamari. Longest one that I have on That's video good. is probably almost three foot long. Which stop is it there. <clears throat> Dude, look at those things, man. Could you imagine... That if that was if that's inside you, and if you were able to live and get it pulled out of you, from what I hear about people that have um, bypasses and and have these things like opened up in their heart and stuff, um, they just feel so much better after they have it removed from them. Um, after they have, uh, what are the things called? Uh, stents. Stents, yeah. They have stents put in and things to open up the arteries and things. And because I know a few people that's had that done, they're like, wow, man, I just feel so good after I've had that. Like blood's flowing again. And you're talking about like teeny tiny things when you're doing stents and, and bypass and things like that. This stuff. It's massive. It's ma I mean, yeah. It, it's the it reason looks they're referred like, to it as a structure. Yeah, it, it it looks like you wadded up a few pieces of chewing gum and stuck it in there. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine, like, when they're pulling out of a beating heart, like, imagine what the person felt like after that. It looks like almost like parasitic, like a, a worm or something. Yeah, I don't know which clip you're about to show next, but, I mean, this is, this, this was... Extremely Take that to 20 minutes and 42 seconds. Yeah, that, uh, and, and the thing is, man, you, you tell me, man, like who, who seems more honest to, to people listening to the show right now? Who seems more honest? The people that are sitting here telling you that, that that's not science. This isn't science. We, we can tell you what science is and science is what we've been trying for the last two years. It's been a complete abysmal, utter, total, complete failure. And, is provably not scientific at this point. Masks don't work. They never did. The science never supported that. We, we've covered that. Everybody's covered that extensively. The vaccine effectiveness has been... We just covered two celebrities that advocated for it. You know what I mean? The whole the, the whole panel there. And just just like the woman, the I think her name is Sonny Hostin, Hostin the, the, the other black female that was talking to Whoopi Goldberg, that said, oh, I took this flight to Florida and nobody's wearing a mask with me. Oh, you're so virtuous. Because you're an idiot. Yeah. It's not helping you. The air inside that aircraft is recycling. You're, it's just, that, that thing's not doing anything. They're still there. Like, they're still towing the line. Like, because you're not objective. You're complete partisan propagandist hack, scumbag wackos. Who seems more honest? 
those people that I just described that are keep saying that celebrities and otherwise that we know at, at this point, in my opinion, are pretty much controlled. Are these people? Uh, these people, hundred percent. Because the thing is, that embalmer right there. What you didn't hear in that clip was he would go to these conventions where there would be another hundred or two hundred or three hundred embalmers, and he would pull up a, a picture, and every single one of them from all over the country are seeing the same thing. So it's not specific to one location or one demographic. And I think let let me play this because let me let me make a notation. Uh, let's see here. They may they may say it. If not, I'll I'll cover it. Go ahead and uh, let that rip reversal, please. Morning. My name is Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long, and I've been invited here today to testify to the truth before the legislators of Idaho. The information I'm presenting is made as a protected communication under Title 10 USC 1034 as a whistleblower. My opinions are my own and do not reflect that of the United States Army, the DOD, or any entity thereof. Insurance companies figured that if there was something catastrophic that happened to the United States, they would see a 10% increase in all-cause morbidity and mortality, 10% just like an unprecedented, <laughs> catastrophic, you know, natural event or something that happened in the United States. U.S. life insurance companies have reported an overwhelming and unexplainable increase in all-cause deaths among 18 to 49-year-olds. 40% is, no one's even, no one's even calculated that. I mean, that, that's never been uh, factored into what things would look like. It's apocalyptic. In my 15 years as a doctor taking care of soldiers, I have never seen this litany of debilitating and potentially deadly medical conditions in soldiers. These conditions included strokes, transit ischemic attacks, pericarditis, myocarditis, erratic heart rates, arrhythmias, rapid onset and progression of various cancers to include testicular cancer, esophageal cancer, brain tumors, neuroendocrine tumors, spinal tumors, thyroid dysfunction, multiple sclerosis, cognitive impairment, persistent severe insomnia, suppression of the immune system, unprovoked blood clots in the splenic and portal vein, avascular necrosis, liver dysfunction, menstrual irregularities, and miscarriages. Well, I think if you look at the 5.3.6 post-marketing analysis report, the 1,291 adverse events, I don't think those came as diagnostic tests. I think they came as confirmatory tests. You ordered a product, you wanted the product to kill people. Hey, stockholders, we got exactly what you ordered. Fourth shot, Borla, the CEO of Pfizer. Good yes. for CVS, good for Walmart, good for your health. When I reached out to Army Public Health Command and numerous senior medical and operational leaders about my safety concerns, I was ignored. Threats against my career were made, but no appropriate actions were taken to fully investigate the number and scope of adverse medical events after COVID vaccines. What I was here today to speak about truly was the weaponization of public health. Oh, I forgot to mention, I'm also a whistleblower. <laughs> That's my... That person, that person right there called me one day. I called her, I can't remember, it was an email. And she said, have you seen the DMED system? 
uh, have you seen what it's up? And I'm like, I'm working on the border. I'm trying to stop 12,000 people from coming across this border a week. And she said, well, take a look at it. Seeing the demon data, I have, I have significant concerns that we won't have a standing army in five years. Case 1-01, United States Air Force, A-10 instructor pilot, mid-30-year-old male, hospitalized 12 hours after vaccination, diagnosed with pericarditis anaphylaxis, removed from flight status for six months, thus negatively impacting unit mission readiness. I have never felt so abandoned by the military. I have been forced to take something that brought me close to my death. I was mocked, discredited, unsupported. Our squad and morale was ripped to shreds. All these things were completely unnecessary. We are truly less ready on multiple levels. I had to talk to a wife Cut it there. of a soldier that had a stroke, which required... You. <clears throat> yeah, so what I was going to say before, and it wasn't in that clip, is that it's the, the name of this film is Sudden Death. And so... And the reason behind that is Googling sudden death. And then, you know, you can look over the last two days, all the articles from across the country of sudden death. So we talked about sudden uh, adult death syndrome and how the in the past we have, the media has tried to convince the world that this isn't abnormal. I mean, Vox and Salon, I've seen, you know, I've seen articles, but oh no, this is actually normal. There is no pandemic of the vaccinated. I don't know how far you got into this video yourself, but towards the end, they start talking about the effect it has on children in the womb. Yeah, I've read quite a bit about that, but the metrics are outstanding. I mean, like it's it's unbelievable what it's doing. Babies in the womb are having heart attacks. And the blood, it'll show the video. It'll show in the video. When the embalmers are draining the blood and it's coming across the table, they're saying the blood looks dirty. It's got granules in it. Yeah, like like very fine coffee grains or sand, like very fine sand in it. And they say that they're getting into different parts of the bodies and, and blocking major arteries and things like that from working. Well, Reverso has talked about in the past on here. So you've got two vaccinations but no booster shots. Is that correct? Yeah. And just to reiterate, since we're on this, this subject, so we can, again, ensure that we get the uh, misinformation tag on this episode, explain to people what, what you're – Blood was like before and then after. Please. I have a question too, though, before that. Why two vaccinations? What's the difference between vaccinations and boosters? Boosters is just a small part of it. To, the the to original the original schedule, they wanted two vaccinations to, to, to be completely vaccinated. Was that, is that correct? You, there was yeah. two rounds for uh, a complete okay. vaccination, and the, the booster the, – uh, it's just ongoing. Booster's ongoing. I guess. Yes, yeah. but it's not. It's still going on, right? People are yes, still. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Sorry so, to interrupt. But, but in, in his defense, like, I mean, and that's the, look, man, I, I'd like to admit this myself, man. Like, I, ha- I had some indignation and told you so attitude about this at first. 
to, to kind of just as a, in a general sense, because I was lambasted so badly by people that I love and care about and, and about not getting it. But to me now seeing this is just gut wrenching and heartbreaking that so many good people fell for this. Like I, I, I'm, I no longer feel that way. I just, it's, I'm heartbroken because in, in a lot of instances, they forced people to do this. This is rotten. This is absolutely evil what they've done. Now, even on its face, if you try to dictate anybody's health decision on really any, almost all parameters, really any parameter, that's already evil in its own right. But you force people to get something that you knew was bad. Y'all intend to hide this information. They intended to hide it for 50 plus years, the pharmaceutical companies. And again, and this film talks about it, when you're looking at the globalists, people like Bill Gates and others that have talked about population control, that's a real thing for these people. And they've been talking about it for a long time. And that's why that woman made reference. You got what you ordered. And I would submit now, without looking at raw data, I know that the COVID death numbers were grotesquely, massively inflated. I think it's safe to say that more people have died from the vaccine than died from COVID-19. I feel confident saying that without any raw data in front of me. Yeah, I would say that. Too. Because I know that y'all fudge so many numbers. Again, we remember the stories of people getting in a car accident and, they're, and dying and their family members seeing that COVID-19 was the cause of death because there were stipends for them, the hospitals, to do that. Reversal, I'm sorry for, for railroading you there. So your blood situation prior to those, those two vaccinations. So um, prior to that, basically you'd say uh, hemophiliac um, blood clotting disorder where your blood doesn't clot. You have to be very careful. Um, small cuts or anything like that for a normal person can be something that you know, somebody with that condition, this condition can you know, send you to the hospital easily and you know you could possibly die. I mean, some people have the condition so bad that even a bruise will bleed without any breaking of the skin. So, I mean, it, it can be, you know, it's nothing to mess with. So I guess, um, say probably well, maybe a month or so ago, I told you guys mm -hmm. about this. Um, just leaving work one day and uh, there's like a, a little shop window that we probably haven't shut. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. We probably haven't shut this thing in like 10 years. I'm like messing around, pull it shut. And uh, it's just like a old fence kind of. And uh, there's just a, a real sharp piece of metal on it. And uh, I cut the underneath of my arm. And, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, crap, this isn't going to be good. So uh, it's kind of like the underneath of your elbow where you can't see unless you kind of turn your arm around. So I uh, turn it around and I see it scraped and it's not bleeding. Like, that's not normal for me. Uh, so I just, I took off to the bathroom. Uh, before those shots, by the time I got to the bathroom, I would have had blood all the way down my arm to my wrist, probably dripping onto the floor. I get to the bathroom, pull down some paper towels, pat it, and there's barely any blood coming out. Like, you know, what the heck is going on? That's not normal. Not for me in my whole life. And then, um... I put one Band-Aid on it. Uh, you know, that should have bled through that Band-Aid. I should have changed that Band-Aid maybe three or four times, probably within a 20-minute period, if that. And I came, went from work to my house, changed, didn't change that Band-Aid, came here, we'd done the show. And remember, I showed you guys at the end of the show, I pulled the Band-Aid off and it had no blood on it. And that's not... You know, anything that I'm accustomed to. 
So what does it mean to you when these people are saying that, that stuff like what we're saying right now is misinformation, disinformation, and it's not scientific uh, for you to say that uh, and that all this is bunk? I'd say those people are definitely lying. And, you know, that every day, <laughs> every day I worry that I'm going to be the next one that dies. I'm to the point where within the last two weeks I've up my personal life insurance outside of work over $100,000. So if something does happen... At least hopefully my wife and kids can keep our house and our vehicle and, you know, they can at least keep that part of their life. So can you think of anything else that would be, I mean, I'm not, there's nothing that should have changed that in me, nothing. There's nothing because when you have that condition and, and you're cut to that extent, there's a lot of times you have to go to the hospital and get a shot to actually make you quit bleeding. but And you've had to do that in the past. Yeah, but there's not, nothing that can just change that. That's a, a genetic disorder that you're born with. You just don't overcome it. You don't outgrow it. Once you have it, you have it. And so, you, and again, we're, we're having this conversation. You're talking about genetics, and then we everybody knows that the RMNA vaccine, however, whatever the RNMA. mRNA. Yeah, whatever it is. It changes has, your DNA. That's what they say. Like, yeah. And but that, of course, that's that's conjecture. That's a conspiracy theory. That's all this misinformation. It's all the things that that woman said in that article. And so, what I'm thinking is, does your blood have all those little granules in it now? Is that what's stopping see, it from bleeding? See, I don't know. Bleeding out like that so much. I had, you know, to up my life insurance. I had blood work and all that stuff done, and you know, I watched when they drew the blood, and I don't know if it looked darker or if I just think it looked darker. But I mean, it, it to me, I mean, it it kind of did look a, a little darker color. But then you know, I get the blood test back, and they say, "Oh, for my my premiums, that I get a I forget what he called it a, a special preferred. rate, a preferred rate, because every you know my blood work and everything came back and was excellent and all that stuff." So. Well, I don't think that the, the stuff that's in here is going to be able yeah. to be determined by them. No, they're because just going to check like your right. cholesterol and yeah. and, and these things are at this point most likely to the untrained eye that's not an embalmer or otherwise or in uh, probably meaningless. Perhaps I, I don't know. But not only the two though, when you're when you're drawing it something through an orifice as small as the the needle that they use to to draw blood, I don't know that you're necessarily going to see any of that. Yeah, number one, not. number two, I think. Um, the from my I'm not an authority on this by any stretch, but just from the things that I've read, all indications point to the booster being the death knell. The boosters were really what caused seems to to be. Why is that? I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I have no idea. You think they were just mad that the vaccine didn't kill enough people? So they just up the booster. You know, when you say that, it sounds it sounds weird, like because you think in your mind, the rational part of your brain, dude, the 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 uh, the civil, socially conditioned brain says there's no way that, that they would do that intentionally, right? Like well, that, when you look at history, I mean, no. The, the yeah, so yeah I mean I, I don't disagree but the, like the point I'm trying to make is like it, it sounds crazy you wouldn't think it would happen here right and it sounds crazy 
but then it also sounds cra- crazy that you guys would want to hide the the research data which contained information about the effect on on, on fetuses, the effect on pregnant mothers, the 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 effect on menstrual cycles, the the whole reproductive system in males and females because they both have reproductive systems. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Do you think it goes back to like what you've said? I don't know, early this year or whatever. It's like these old politicians and things like forget how the internet works and how you can quickly access everything mm-hmm. and like the database that it is. And so they don't want it out there because so many people just can find well, it so quickly. Well, well absolutely. But it's a, and that's a good point because when you look at the way they're trying to like what that woman said in that very first article that I read, you know, as far as the, the medical science, what about the social aspect of misinformation? They don't want open dialogue, free speech, diversity of thought and objectivity. They don't want that for a reason. So yeah, absolutely. So what they want to do is shut down any of that like this. They want to get this gone. It's already gone from YouTube. And the guy in the video towards the end, Mm -hmm. He offers anybody, starting out, offers anybody a million dollars if he'll come and have an open debate with them. Yeah. It'll never happen. And it don't. They'll and, call and the, so the, then he upped it. He's like, well, name the price. Five million? They'll 20 just, million? They'll just sit there and call him crazy. Yeah. All they did, the police went to his house. Yeah, exactly. And so, dude, that's the system. And, and I've said this before, and that's the crazy thing with the left, man. Like, you look, rage against the machine, damn the man, fight the system, rebellion. You know what I mean? Like, that's what that that whole thing was. And, like, so the Foo Fighters, and, again, these are the people that want the pandemic amnesty. Well, I mean, well, I'm, I'm bringing the Foo Fighters in the equation because these people, you, man, we're, damn the man, screw the system, get vaccinated to come to our show. And then they uh, still got COVID, yeah. by the way, because we covered it. But, yeah, like, that's the left now. The left is all about forced coercion, government compliance. Like, that's not freedom. Like, they, it's, all, it's all BS, which is not surprising coming from people that worship Che Guevara. You're commies, dude. But the thing is, you sold yourself as one thing, but, like, that's that's the whole mantra of the left now is, trust the government the government's like it's sick man the way that they they twisted this and to some degree did a 180 but the left has always been shills anyway when did that shift happen you think when you say they've they shifted man that's again that's that's a good question but like that, that's something that could be talked about for a a really an, an extended period because you think it was like in the you think it really started happening maybe in the late 90s or so i think it began happening in the early 90s um and I think part of the reason was is because I, again, man, I don't want to get way off into this. And there's probably portions of it that you and I would disagree on. I think that televangelism, and I think hypocritical fake Christians do. Benny Hinn would be a great example. Kenneth Copeland would be another. I think that they did irreparable damage to Christianity as a whole assisting in the already preconceived notion by leftists that Christianity specifically is steeped in hypocrisy because they made this about money. And, and this is obviously the theme of our show isn't, isn't, uh, you know, religious necessarily, but the Bible is very specific about salvation. Nobody goes to the father, but through me, Jesus Christ, that's it. If, 
so a speech rehab. Whoa, for what is going on here? We're having some technical difficulties. I think, and I'm, I'm saying that the truth I'm, I'm, I'm saying yeah. that because I think that communists and the people we're seeing now leveraged that into people. So you had rebel. When I'm describing these bands and stuff, there was rebellion against Christianity because the government kind of operated on those pretenses at that time. Think about it. You had traditional marriage. Bill Clinton stood for traditional marriage. All right. This so that was kind of the advent of of, of the current to my knowledge, mainstreaming streaming of homosexuality and gay marriage. Uh, the band R.E.M. would be another example whose singer was homosexual, has AIDS. Um, Nirvana was another big one that's pro-gay from Seattle. Pearl Jam. A lot of those guys, man, like they, they, they were about this stuff then. And so that was rebellion to what they perceived as uh, heavy-handed, Bible-thumping Christianity. And so the thing was, man, you had people... Of right, you know. It, it, again, I don't want to get way too off on this on this side trail, but to answer your question, when it happened was then, and I think that's kind of how that shift occurred. And so, when the, when the government shills the 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 visible ones anyway that are affected by the Chinese Communist Party, in my opinion, Hillary Clinton, a great example. Barack Obama, another great example, who in his campaign in 2008 campaign on traditional marriage, somewhere around, by my recollection, 2011, when he the re-election re was coming up and becoming a, a matter, they started to shift towards pro-gay marriage. And so they started to go along until now the entirety of the left, Joe Biden's another example, that, that was against all those things, okay? And then now they're all about all of that. How did that occur? And so... That was along with the assist of, so that they say that people have gotten away from church, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Like, oh, God's not in the schools anymore. Well, I, in my opinion, mainstream Christianity in America did not help that by allowing people like Benny Hinn, Kenny, Kenneth Copeland, and a multitude of others to operate on a monetary mass, a massive monetary basis. Because, dude, that's an automatic turnoff to people that don't that already don't want to believe for whatever reason or have preconceived notions. It's a bad thing. I, mean, I think it's a, I think it's a terrible thing, and I, and I think it helped this shift happen. I think that it, that it played a big part. I think it plays a big part in the widespread use of online pornography. I think it's a lot of things, and so yeah, they should have been rebuked. Well, and, and dude, again, I'm I'm not a theologian. I'm I'm, I'm not super well versed on this, but it's just a, a kind of an outsider's perspective, an estimation on modern day Christianity that that seeks to make a lot of exemptions to, to placate people and, and allow them to be comfortable in, in church, which in some aspects, some of that, that, that may be good, some may be bad. But here's the thing. You, you can't put a premium on the very, very basic precepts of salvation, salvational principle that's preached by Jesus Christ in the Bible. Very basic. If it wasn't basic... Christianity would would not be what it is, and salvation would if, if 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 salvation is real, and I believe that it is, money is irrelevant. Works are absolutely irrelevant. Correct. So, why is there such a premium put on money, 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 money? So, and there's a lot of schools of thought, dude. Again, it's a debate that that a lot of people don't like to have. Just tie the loan as far as Old Testament law versus the way Christians are taught to live by Jesus Christ. And so, again, when people, people are easily able to fixate on 
the monetary issues to discount the rest of Christianity in its entirety, and that's a bad thing. The focal point should always be salvation, and it's very basic. You don't have to have, because one of the biggest things I always hear is about the big churches. Dude, that's a turn. I mean, look, I don't have a dog. I mean, this is just my estimation. This is what I hear from people that, that say these things, because I've, I've had debates over the years with, with leftists. Big churches, it's a bad, it's a, it's, I'm sorry, it's a bad look for mainstream America. They don't like it. Like, that doesn't lead people to salvation. That, in a lot of ways, that turns people away. Money and the church need, again, I'm getting way too far off into this. They need to separate, in my opinion. That would lead people back, and that would change the idea that we, we remove God. Because in, to go back, that's that heavy-handed approach, the wholesale idea that I'm going to push this on you, that's, that's the tool that the left leveraged to kind of flip this the other way 180 degrees, in my opinion. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. Uh, and we'll not go down that rabbit trail right now. It's, it's, but, it, yeah. And so I don't even remember why that was started, but I mean that. Just wondering how that shift happened. Yeah. I mean, well, and, and again. When? Compliant. And but yeah. And so now, it, so to, to go back to where we started, their rebelliousness was never really against the government. It was against Christianity because the government was kind of operating along those principles, especially on social issues. That's why they were rebelling against it because they didn't like Christianity. And so is, is Christianity was systematically removed from as many public places, the school being one of them, as they could. And, and the narrative started to change, especially with generational change in parenthood. <clears throat> I think that's how that happened. So you think that they were rebelling against Christianity, and, and they and they still are because that's yeah. the thing. There, there is the the quantifiable stereotype here of of the people that don't want to be vaccinated. Christianity is is yeah, and, kind of centric to it. That's that's biblical. I mean, <clears throat> Christians will be rebelled against, and they'll be. Persecuted. And so the the, the change is yes. you're seeing an, an exodus of Christian Christian principles from every level of government. And I'm not saying, and, and, and don't misunderstand what I'm saying. The constitution doesn't allow you to, to dictate people's lives with your religious beliefs. That's true. But there's also basic social structure that's steeped in Christianity in our foundation. That's, that's undeniable. So our foundation has very deep, realistic, demonstrable and proven ties to Christianity. It's, it's Christian principles are the reason this country, country even exists. But freedom of religion also, in a lot of aspects, equates to freedom from religion. You can't browbeat somebody and dictate the way they live their life. But see, here's the, the crooks of that. These people that believe opposite of you will do everything they can to their de facto religion, communism, and they will try to force and rule you with it. That's the difference. Yes. So, and... And I think I said this this last week, man. Like when you're talking about the the and and maybe I'll get some, some hot water for this and if I can not make it come out the way I wanted to sound. But talking about the the idea of abortion, you know, they they make people fix it. That's such a hot button issue. It's such an emotional issue for a reason. It's designed that way. I detest abortion, but you have Marshall Blackburn would be an example. A lot of these windbags that use that as a focal point to escape responsibility legislatively in other areas. Does that make sense? 
So basically, I made this bad decision here, but I'm going to get up and I'm, I, I know that I can't really change a lot on abortion, but I'm going to talk like I can. She did the same thing in the Kantanji Brown hearing with the, you know, was a woman. I think yeah. we referenced that last week. You did nothing on election fraud, but you're gonna you're gonna fixate over here on a, on a on a, an issue that hasn't had significant change up until the overturning of Roe v. Wade for a very long time, and it didn't have really anything to do with her, and a lot of them. But you'll talk about it, draw attention there, and people agree with what you say, so they'll give you a pass, even though you did bad here, here, and here, which outweighs the word you spoke here. Your voting record doesn't correlate to the amount of. Uh, agreement we have on this singular yeah. issue and they're, they're bad about that they'll do that all the time and and so the left would say abortion is us trying to, to lord over them and rule over their bodies which i i disagree but like i said last week and i'm, I'm not trying to change the subject but if we don't fix elections first and foremost abortions and all these are mute, mute issues yeah. you know so that's my rant on that but so that is all of our COVID stuff for today. <laughs> Live, unedited, unfiltered. What does that bring us to? That brings us to this one. This will be a video. This is on Breitbart. Let me see that headline. Did, did you have anything? Has anybody got anything to add on that? I think Reverso was going to say something about that. Judaism? Good. Be that way. Uh, Governor Hutchinson, uh, uh, outgoing, by the way, GOP needs to, quote, tone down transphobic grooming rhetoric. And so they're referencing this shooting that happened in Colorado at a gay bar. Yeah. So Did uh, you read anything about that? About the guy that... No, wait, hold that thought. <laughs> yeah, well, that's kind of the point. So let's listen to this real quick, and then we'll get there. Yeah. I promise. Because that's up next. Okay. Of this shooting at the LGBTQ plus nightclub in Colorado Springs. Do you think that members of your party need to tone down some of their transphobic language? We've heard some people, some elected officials, you know, talking about pedophilia, grooming, demonizing trans people. Well, in all of our society, we need to tone down harsh rhetoric that causes others to hate. Uh, that's not what our society should be about. Uh, and uh, that is horrific, what happened uh, in that nightclub. Uh, our hearts go out there as it should, and hopefully it will cause us all to be more reflective about what we say, how we say it, and, and how we might stigmatize a certain elements of our population, which is not good. But specifically, uh, while most people can, handle I, can that. I ask you, Governor, specifically uh, just about those kinds of comments that I was highlighting? Because we are talking specifically about uh, a situation here where the suspect is facing hate crime charges. Uh, specifically, is there room in your belief for that kind of language in the Republican Party? You mean harsh language in reference to uh, the trans community? Yes. Uh, no, I th no, I think that we need to show compassion for all elements. There is a debate as to, and we had this in Arkansas, as to uh, what you do with uh, uh, trans children uh, that are 
uh, struggling with gender identity and how you handle the medications and things like that. Those are fair points of discussion uh, in the uh, policy arena, but you don't have to translate that into uh, hate or harshness that, again, stigmatizes. So to me, it's very important that whether you're Republican or Democrat, and I know you're talking about Republicans, that uh, we use rhetoric and words that try to bring people together and not to divide us. And, and it is true whether you're talking about uh, race or whether you're talking about uh, you know, sexual uh, identity, uh, you don't want to say things that's going to cause others to hate more and they might respond with violence. That is not what we need. We need to suppress that every chance we get. Governor Hutchinson, it's always a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much for your time today. So did you notice reversal how how uh, bullish she was and yeah, pushing? She was going to rake him over the coals yeah. till she got exactly what she wanted yeah. from him. And so does that seem like objective reporting? Is does that seem like I'm going to push you around and and you're going to say yeah. what I want you to say? And yeah, she was steering it. Yeah. Oh well, this guy's a. Uh, it's another term for a cat, you know. Um, since we're not editing, can I say that word? I wouldn't because yeah, yeah. he's the he's the like dude. Yeah, you're a, you're, a, you're, a, you're a coward, dude. You you yeah. got no balls. I'm I'm just struggling to to not be profane here. So bear with me, folks. I'm uh, I'm going to work this out. I'm yeah. going to work this out internally. You got it. Everybody knows like, he's he's. If you hear coward. any fizzles and pops, and pauses, we'll get through it. So he's agreeing that people need to modify their speech. I refuse to modify my speech. And so, number one. Because that's the first step. You, you yeah. don't get to define what hate is right off the bat. I, they've tried, like, so many other things to redefine what hate is. I don't even know what that means. We need to tone down hate, hateful rhetoric. Hateful rhetoric isn't saying, this is completely perverted. You guys are pushing this hot and heavy onto children always. And you you are very very aware that it that it is caustic and and it's problematic for parents. You know that that it's going to get a reaction. You know that it's inflammatory. They know all this, but then they turn. So you're the bully that that when you get a black eye wants to turn around and cry foul. You've pushed and, and keep. I'm going to go ahead and let you know the guy is a they them that committed the shooting. So all this. Is bunk. This is all BS. You were virtue signaling, doing what they always do, assuming the shooter was going to be something that they never are. A right-wing extremist. It's never that. It's a they-them. <laughs> yeah. But you want us to modify our speech for something that didn't even happen. And, dude, not only no, but hell no. You're a pervert. You're sick. You need to leave people alone. Mind your own business. And, dude, I'm sorry. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Get back in the closet, and you'll be fine. I don't need to know that you're a biological man that thinks you're a woman. And if you do, you need psychiatric help, and I'm not going to play this game. Like, nobody, like I'm under zero obligation, constitutionally, legally, or otherwise, until they come up with more idiotic, freaking fictitious laws, to play the game that, that, that if Reverso decided, just for an example, oh, I'm, I'm a woman now. No, you're an idiot. No, I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who who would do that that has a brain? Nobody with a brain would do that. 
But this idiot has no guts, like all Republicans. I'm going to let you're going to let this woman browbeat you, dude. This is no different than letting your wife put on a set of stilettos and step on your nuts and tell you what you're going to do. I'm not doing that. That's what you are, dude. And to use the term again, and then wait, we've established that this is acceptable rhetoric on this show. This dude is a cuckold. Period. Let me get that next story. Are you okay? Yeah. Colorado shooter identifies as that one on Daily Wire, by the way. They, them pronouns, court documents. Then they won't name him. The 22-year-old suspect who allegedly killed five and wounded 17 others after opening fire inside a gay nightclub in Colorado last week identifies as non-binary and uses they, them pronouns according to court documents. New York Times reporter obtained a new court... I'm not going to name him because they're not going to name the shooter, so screw him. Obtained a new court filing Tuesday night showing public defenders referring to their client, pardon me, as MX, the alleged gunman who will not be named per daily wire policy about not giving notoriety to mass killers. That's stupid. Open fire inside Club Q in Colorado Springs, which describes itself online as a, quote, adult-oriented gay and lesbian adult-oriented. And they're probably saying that because the guy that stopped him or whatever was there with his family watching a drag show. Really? Yes. He was a soldier. He had been deployed a few times, 14 years. When you say his family. Said his daughter and friends and that's they wouldn't specify the ages. But he said his family. I was watching a video from Libs of TikTok again, like at a at a That's what I was gonna ask before that's, this. That's amazing. If you if you had seen that. No, I did so, not see that. Because dude, her, I, I, his I, daughter's I, friends from school were yeah. in the drag show. And then another they them came and shot the place up. Yeah. Who knows? Dude, look, man, like maybe I'm just a terrible person, but it's look, dude, I'm just digging. It's hard for me to find sympathy here. Like, is that make? I mean, does this say anything about him? Police said the suspected gunman entered the venue with a long rifle and immediately began shooting. At least two patrons inside the club confronted and stopped the shooter. Authority said. Colorado Springs Mayor John Suther said their actions clearly saved lives, while the police chief, Adrian Vasquez, described them as heroic. Local media reports that authorities said the shooter faces five, and it doesn't say anything. So I can't help but wonder, are they not naming this guy because they're trying to Wash all his social media stuff. The suspect's father was a mixed martial arts fighter and pornography performer with a long criminal history, including convictions for battery against the alleged shooter's mother. I wonder I wonder who the mixed martial arts fighter was. I'm going to have to dig into that later. Can you find out, Reverso? The father served two and a half years in custody for importing marijuana and later violated his conditions while on supervised release by testing positive for illegal steroids according to public records obtained by the Associated Press. So, hmm, we need to get we need to get our credentials so we can start getting stuff like that, too. I agree. Yeah. So, the guy was there enjoying the show, which I, I was just watching the same minute ago. I was watching a video on Lives of TikTok in California, of course. And it was like an outside, it's a dude in the, this clown clownish outfit of course 
you know, it's barely anything on and it's dancing around and like there's just multitudes of people like our age and, you know, 20 to, to 45 and just laughing and carrying on. It's just, dude, this dude's dancing around the music, taking their money. Like, and like, I'm baffled. Like, what's the purpose of this again? It, because everybody's doing it. And that literally, that's by my estimation and in my opinion, that's really what's going on everybody's doing it like this is the like and that's what it is like so here socially outside of when you when you extract the the fact that this is the chinese are behind this degradation this moral degrading of our society this is controlled this is a controlled descent by communists and they're hitting us from all angles yeah because they got this and then you heard earlier from the suddenly dead or sudden dead whatever the video mm -hmm. was that we watched that lady the whistleblower said she die suddenly by the way die suddenly that she don't believe that we'll have a, a standing army in five years who do you think's behind that oh i guarantee you who's behind it what do you got i got uh, the shooter's dad's name aaron brink 48 said that he praised his son for violent behavior until six, six months ago aaron brink thought his son died by suicide brink said his ex-wife called him from colorado in 2016 to help tell them their son nicholas brink had changed his name to Anderson Aldridge and had killed himself. I thought he was dead. I mourned his loss. I had gone through a meltdown, and I thought I would lost my son. When Brink asked his ex-wife why their son had changed his name, she blamed it on her father's involvement in reality TV show called Intervention, as well as his acting career in the adult film industry. So how do you spell his father's name? Adam. And then his last name is Brink, B-R-I-N-K. I'm not familiar or, with him. Or Aaron, I'm sorry. A-A-R-O-N? Yeah. Huh. For six years, Brink believed his son was dead until Aldrich unexpectedly called his father six months ago and started arguing with him over the phone. He's peed off. He's peed off at me. He wants to poke at the old man, Brink recalled. Then two days ago, Brink got a call from his son's defense attorney, telling him Aldrich was involved in a shooting at the LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado Springs. Brink said he's a moron, and his first reaction was to question why his son was at a gay bar. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, not a moron, a Mormon. You know Mormons don't do gay. We don't do gay. There's no gays in the Mormon church. We don't do that, gay. That, that, I'm going to tell you said. right now, that's absolutely false, and the Mormon church welcomes homosexuality and transgender, So, and I, I can I can verify that familiar with that guy yeah so yeah that's probably because they have their uh what's the mormon stuff called temple garments temple garments that's oh it. yeah people love those yeah they, um that was a big hit for us that was yeah i think that's really when we started to take off uh-huh oh uh, dude i guess i haven't told anybody what oh sorry go ahead well no i was gonna ask about this so this guy's mother called her ex-husband the, the father mm -hmm. the, the father and said that your son is dead so that was his transition. Your son is dead. He's now a woman. So he was, but he was one of their own. Like, dude, maybe this guy went in that club because the, the other they then broke up with him. Who knows that's who? What I'm and really, yeah. who cares? But yeah, it's weird, dude. It's just odd. So what were you gonna say? You were gonna? I don't know. I'm just. This, you were gonna this, make an announcement. I was just gonna say it's a good time to like, rate, subscribe. Oh. Because I always forget to say that. And if you made it this far, we appreciate it. Please leave us a five-star review. Or, I'm sorry, at least a five-star rating. Review, subscribe, share. Please share our show. And uh, we're going to move on. We're not done yet because we are going...
we got one. We got a lot more actually. We're uh, we're still going strong. Is everybody good? Yeah. You feel good, Reverso? Good until those white fibrous cloths get me. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, dude. There's a whitey tidy joke in there, but uh, uh yeah, we're not editing, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just turn the coffee maker on over there. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. It, dude, it's it's really it, again. I got to watch my vernacular. It's really tough sometimes to do this this way. So, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, What's for those that, that, here? that uh, hold on, for those that aren't caught up, we're doing these shows unedited to save Buford a lot of time editing it, and it's, people seem to like it better unedited. But it's it's a lot more difficult for me to control the uh, banter and nonsensical ribbing that Reverso and I are known for. But now, one of the things I have noticed is it's fair for other people to attack me, but. I tend to maybe go a little bit overboard, which Reverso actually does too sometimes. But he's done really well since we've uh, moved to this format. Yeah. So have you gotten yeah. some feedback he's blushing. On, on this? Yeah. 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 He had a few uh, good wisecracks the show before last. So, yeah. yeah. I was a fan. I didn't know. If I'm a Reverso fan. Else, <laughs> I didn't know if somebody else had said something. No. Wow. So, no, no. Other people had, had mentioned it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But people, Still I mean. waiting on that review from Keith. He might mention it. That, the, <sighs> I've lost Keith. all faith. I've lost all faith in that guy. Uh, back on Gateway Pundit. Is, is he a they them too? No. He eh, he lost a lot of weight. He may have changed his sexual identity. I don't know. University of Florida revokes white quarterback commits scholarship after he recited N-word in a rap song. Marcus Stokes thought he had achieved his lifelong dream of becoming a college quarterback after committing to the University of Florida to play for the Gators. In a split second, however, Florida ripped away his dream on Sunday after an unfortunate video surfaced. Stokes recorded himself in his car last Friday singing the lyrics to a rap song. This song, unsurprisingly, had a number of vulgar, vulgar words, including the N-word in the video below. You can hear him regurgitating the lyrics, N-word and all. You guys want to watch it? He's Caucasian. So this is, yeah, I guess the people are mad because it was so hit it. Go ahead. Okay, that's a, I think we got it. Uh, so yeah. that's it. Yeah, I guess that's All it. All right, go down. Let me scroll down. Stokes apologized for the video. Go back up a little bit, please. Just a tick. There you go. One, one more. Stokes apologized for the video after losing his scholarship. He said he never intended harm and has learned from his mistake. Wow. There's this big thing, which, dude, I, I would just like to make a little bit of a rec- recommendation here. I think that rap is, aside from the song that we listened to earlier, <laughs> I think that rap is extremely detrimental to everybody that listens to it. It's, I don't think that it's quantifiable as music. I think it's absolute trash, except for Nelly. Nelly is the most hardcore gangster rapper that's ever existed, and he's like a real hard ass. That dude, dude he yeah. don't care. He's crazy. That none of that's true, no. but if, but if you tell that to people that are way into rap, like that, like tooth, toothpick shaker, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the yeah they have those at the steak restaurants. Like when you pay your bill, toothpick, toothpick shaker. Toothpick shaker is the guy that shot Biggie Smalls, right, or vice versa? I don't, I don't know. know. However you say his name, Bianchi and <laughs> yeah. Jazzy. Yeah, the, that's a couple power couple. Yeah, yeah, it yeah is. them. Yeah, powerful. Nelly would shoot any of them. Okay. No, the, the joke is is that, you know, Nelly is, like, not any of that. Like, And I think there's some speculation that he might be homosexual. He really? Did, he huh. didn't get arrested uh, been a few years ago. and Private meth on his bus. Uh, somewhere in Tennessee for having weed or something. It was meth. 
Was it meth? Like I said, that, dude, that's meth. <laughs> <laughs> he's a real gangster, dude. So anyway, no, I I just think that that rap is horrible. I think that it has a lot to do culturally with the, the, the things that are wrong. And again, I think it's something that's been supplanted here by design. I would recommend that white, black, Asian, Hispanic, everybody not listen to it, and maybe eliminate the N word from your vocabulary entirely. Entirely, and if it's if it's contained within some of the music you're listening to, stop listening. Well, that's not music, but stop listening to it. That's trash. I just don't understand the the, the younger general, like all generations, affinity for rap. Like Eminem, never understand. And part of me, I think we've talked about this before, but. I think that Eminem is terrible. I think he sounds like a, a little angry pencil neck dweeb. He looks like a crackhead. Like he looks like a junkie. He's very skinny. His face is all sunk in. Is he still skinny? It's, I don't know. Like, is because he has to be like fifty something now. Right? I, I, well, I saw a video of him uh, during the twenty twenty campaign. Like. And it's, he sounds the same as he always did because, like, a lot of fighters would walk to the ring to this guy. Like, I couldn't I literally. I cannot name one Eminem song. And I, but I've heard it in passing here and there. It's like me, 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 like this whiny, angry sounding dork yeah. that looks like he couldn't bust a grape if he punched it. Like he just looks like a feeble weakling, dude. Like you talk like you're some kind of badass, but like, dude, grandma would backhand you into oblivion, dude. Yeah, he looks like <laughs> he looks like a skinny crackhead with a beard now. Yeah. So. But he was he was doing this thing like in a parking garage and like he was like like breathing really heavy like talking about Trump voters. He's like, if you like me or if you listen to my basically I'm paraphrasing. If you listen to my music and you vote for Donald Trump, he's like, here's the line in the sand. And like f you, like it was the weirdest thing. Like okay, and only saw that because the conservative media was covering it. Okay, like dude, you are so far past irrelevant to my knowledge. Like, dude, to me, I, th- I thought you always sucked. Like, people are like, "Oh, this guy's a great lyricist." Yeah, he's Simon and Garfunkel, basically. No, you're terrible. Like, oh, he's Edgar Allan Poe over here. No, this is trash. Like, I do know that he because I remember like seeing in, in media back then, like he was making a song about like murdering his mom or his, his ex girlfriend or putting it, her in the trunk it, of a car or something. Why for something? This this is dumb. Like this daughters. Is, Mother. It's dopey, yeah. dumb, dumb talk. This is I stupid. The hogwash. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just nonsense. Who would listen to this? When, yeah. Dude, there's a never ending supply of actual good music that has actual composition, talent, thoughtful lyrics. Why would people subject themselves to this and wind up in a situation like that, moron? Look, dude, I don't believe in cancel culture, but you should know better. Leave that toxic nonsense alone to be like, but, but what kind of person does it take to sit there and film yourself in your car doing what you did? You're an idiot. I'm not saying you deserve that, that that should equate to losing your scholarship, but you're an idiot. Yeah. I mean, why would you be doing that? How many times reverse? Oh, have narcissism. You, yeah. Have you rode down the road yourself. singing in your phone and posted it to the internet? Never. <laughs> Dude, if you're going to do that, man, like all bets are off, like, because you're part of that system that operates on that ridiculously stupid level, man, as Forrest Gump's mother would say, stupid is as stupid does, biatch. So there you have it. That's, that's how I take that story. Stop listening to rap, people. Get off that nonsense. If you're young. Speaking of stupid is, stupid does, what's this next video? stupid biatch. (laughs) This is this week and the adults are back in charge. Kamala Harris, she's in Thailand talking about global warming. So uh, this is 27 seconds. And listen, folks, we greatly appreciate you listening. Everything that we said was nonsense. 
disregard it. We're going to impart Kamala's wisdom on you. So this is 27 seconds of unadulterated, pure gold wisdom. This is like if you had to scale a mount, like, you're nerdy. You'll get the reference, dude. Like, you play Dungeons and Dragons, right? Or you used to? No. Let me put it into a language you can understand. If you're like, is it going to be something about Star Wars or something? I mean, whatever the dragon fantasy wizard guy. Like, you go up the the mountain and speak to the wizard. Like, you make a trek up there, and okay. he's got the hat on, and he imparts the wisdom on you. All right. She's about to do the same thing. All right. Let's hear it. I love this. The- is my- <laughs> go ahead. Third trip to the Indo-Pacific region as vice president and really um, signifies the significance of the relationship between the United States and our allies and partners in this region. Uh, The discussions that we had included, um, in large part, a discussion about the significance of the climate crisis and what we can do as the United States to be a leader in that regard. Do we have any other words that, that uh, are, are rooted in signifies a significance? Like a signatory. She should have employed. That would have been good. That's all she knows. Her eyes are looking a little weird there. It probably signifies the significance of her pill problem. <laughs> yeah. You know, speaking of that, I saw an article today. Uh, they were talking about a, a village in the Alps in the south of France where they were taken down. Um, oh, what do you use to get up and down the mountain for the ski, ski lift? ski lifts because it doesn't snow there anymore and uh, not enough i guess they haven't used them since 2005 they were talking about it so you know you would think that that would be a a big temperature change and then they said well in that region in the last 150 years that the temperatures raised three degrees since like 1850 so i mean oh we are make zero mistakes about it i'm just saying three degrees and that's a crisis yeah, that's like 170 years, right? That's a crisis. So, and let me tell you why. Because they've been saying this is a crisis since the 40s. It's a crisis. That's like 0. 0.017 degrees a year. I don't think you're listening to the significance that I'm signifying. Do <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, they, I don't. They said it's a crisis, okay? So it's a, cri- it's a crisis, damn it. It, it just is. Right. You just will believe what they say. Because a lot of people do. That's science. Yeah. Science, that What she just said. Science. So keep that in mind. So remember, let's hit the next one. Remember what she just said. We are on CNBC. This is going to be tough. White House is pushing ahead research to cool Earth by reflecting back sunlight. And so, you know, they said that chemtrails were a conspiracy. They say a lot of things are conspiracy. So this is getting real now because this was Bill Gates' plan, by the way. That nice guy who's totally not a creepy weirdo. Yes. It's corn. The bullet points are the White House Office of Science and Technology. That means nothing. Policy is coordinating a five-year research plan to study ways of modifying the amount of sunlight that reaches the earth in order to temporarily temper. Temporarily temper. That sounds like a Kamala quote itself. Uh The effects of global warming. There are several kinds of sunlight reflection technology being considered. And again, this is CNBC. This isn't InfoWars, which is historically at this point more accurate than CNBC by far. So this is what he was talking about spraying in the atmosphere. Yes. Oh, Alex Jones has been talking about this for decades. But aerosol was bad for the environment, and it 
Yeah. Not when so, Bill Gates does it. But why are you going to spray aerosol into it? It's green aerosol. Uh-huh. You know what all we right, need right, to do? Right. If we could get the White House press secretary's take on this, that would probably clear everything up. They them? Well, she's a lesbian. I know. K- KJP. So you're going to deflect sunlight, cool down the atmosphere, so you're going to mess with the ability to grow crops as well? No, because we're going to be... Well, that, yes, yes, they, they are. What if you inject That's too true. much into the atmosphere? That's what I'm saying. Like you're, you're, you're going to be eating synthetic bug meat. Oh, so well, you want to eat those crops. delicious. Yeah, Swinlet and Green, baby. So check it out. What were you going to say? What if they inject too much aerosol into the atmosphere well, and it goes dark? They'll just go, whoopsies. That's exactly <laughs> what they'll do. Stratospheric aerosol injection involves spraying an aerosol-like sulfur dioxide, sounds healthy and not cancerous yep. at all, into the stratosphere. And because it has the potential to affect the entire globe, often gets the most attention. While arguments of moral hazard have handicapped research efforts, imagine that, the idea is getting more urgent attention in the worsening climate crisis. Dun, dun, dun. I was thinking the same thing. Oh, dude, they've, they've, again, they've been doing this since at least the 40s. So, and like, it's, it's just weird reading propagandist media, which you don't even have to say media, it's just reading propaganda, but. The White House is coordinating a five-year research plan to study ways of modifying the amount of sunlight that reaches the Earth to temper the effects of global warming, a process sometimes sometimes called solar geoengineering or sunlight reflection. The research plan will assess climate interventions, including spraying aerosols into the stratosphere to reflect sunlight back into space. It should include goals for research, what's necessary to analyze the atmosphere, and what impact these kinds of climate interventions may have on Earth, according to the White House's Office of Science and Technology Policy, which is weird because the global warming is not coming from the sun. It's coming from the emissions from our cars and our cows' farts, I thought. Yeah, yeah. So the flagellants. That, that's very weird. So why, why are we attacking the sun rays? Yeah, really. <laughs> I'm, just, what the, I'm serious. What the hell is this? The sun didn't do anything. Right. You gotta For real. Make, you got to make that uh, food shortage so you can yes. let more people starve to death and control the population. Some of the techniques, such as spraying sulfur dioxide into the atmosphere, which I would say they've probably already been doing, are known to have harmful effects on the environment and human health. How would they know that if they hadn't done it? But scientists and climate leaders who are concerned that humanity will overshoot its emissions targets say research is important to figure out how best to balance these risks against a possible against a possibly catastrophic rise in the Earth's temperature. Possibly. Look, dude. Three degrees in 172 years. Well, I mean, dude, that has as much validity as the, a possible Santa Claus invasion. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's possible, right? Like, we could yeah. be invaded from another planet with millions of he Santa Claus. He would Clauses. probably send his elves. Well, okay, that's fine. Elves. Yeah. Does anybody else here have an elf on the show? Biden would be sniffing them all. Two okay. of them. Okay. What happened? Biden would be sniffing all the elves, so we'd be <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's just like Wayne's World when he says the monkeys might fly out of my butt. It's the same thing. Like, this is just nonsense. <clears throat> Getting ready to research a topic is very a very preliminary step, but it's notable the White House is formally engaging with what has largely been seen as the stuff of dystopian fantasy. In Kim Stanley Robinson's science fiction novel... Why is chair squeaking uh, Well, I'll tell you this much, dude. You There you have it. They don't have to block out the sun's rays. They just need to get a specialized diaper for you, dude. What happened? It's going to need to be like more of a harness type 
construction to it to like you oh, can i thought monkeys just flew out of your butt <laughs> they don't blame that Something on me flew out. you've ruined this story the story is ruined you because everybody gets the point yeah which may dude this isn't good so here's the thing we're gonna have to expedite this process or we're gonna be unconscious <laughs> so uh ladies and gentlemen it is your favorite segment if you stuck it out this far thank you so much it is time for are we ready Ready. This week, an idiot cross-dressing, confused moron, pervert, Democrat, nut job, wackos. Are y'all ready for this? Oh, no. Y'all ready for this? He's a fag. <laughs> this is on the... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is that a football player? That's Bo Jackson. Dude. Malik uh, dude, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Malik Obama again posts about Big Mike. No way. Would you know who Big Mike was if you didn't see that picture, anybody? Everybody should know at this point. Good my my kids know who Big Mike is, dude. That's like... That... Golly, man. I mean, that's uh, that's astonishing. Yeah. So Malik Obama, which is Barack Obama's uh, brother that lives in Kenya, I guess, still. Uh, he posted some stuff to Twitter. And so that's a picture of uh, Big Mike who dwarfs everybody. Like the delts, the shoulders. I mean, all of that, dude. And Big Mike could be playing some NFL football. on. Yeah. It looks dude. like a running back. Yeah, something. Well, there's other there's other video evidence of um, Big Mike dancing around in uh, loose clothing, and I think we've discussed that in the past. The, the transmission swinging around. It looked like an aerosol can. It was clinking when I went around the corners. <laughs> <laughs> Go down so we can see some of these tweets here. Big Mike. Well, we'll, we'll, I'll tell you this. We'll it's just. pictures. There it is. Malik Obama. I don't hate Barack Obama. I'm just upset that he turned out to be what he is a traitor. I don't know what he means by that, but. Uh, and no, I can't. <laughs> Malik Obama says, and no, I cannot confirm or deny the legend of Big Mike. Is that an asparagus? What is that? Eggplant. Eggplant. Yeah, okay. Eggplant. eggplant emoji, aka Michael Levon Robinson. Folks, please don't ask me that question again. Is Michelle Michael? He says. <laughs> so look, here is a standard Google search of Michelle Obama pregnant, which unsurprisingly does not result in a single image of the guy pregnant. <laughs> the guy of pregnant. The guy pregnant. <laughs> Try it for yourself. I haven't tried that. Malik points out one thing the internet sleuths have been asking for years. Why are there zero pictures of Michelle Obama pregnant? Wow, that's a good point. There are less pictures of her pregnant than there are of John Durham before the Sussman trial, and she allegedly birthed two children. Google, of course, will not show you much, but DuckDuckGo search reveals hundreds of thousands of photos of wedge page results on the topic. Images from Michael Robinson, Michelle Obama arm scars. Many claim that Michelle and Michael have similar arm scars, and this appears to be what they are talking about. There's Big Mike right there. 
Yeah, dude. It's true. Look at it. See that? Yeah. Whoa, now hang on. There's more to this? Yes, dude. Big Mike is a dude, man. Really? Yes. I'm not even kidding. That's a dude. No, so there's an actual Big Mike. Michael LaVon Robinson? So, hang on. I'm behind on this. So, I thought this was like a joke, but... You, you, so you hold the phone. You saw that that you saw Big Mike's back and thought that that was a woman. No, no, no. You need no, to stay I, away from a gay bar, dude. No, no. I never, I never thought that. What I'm saying is the whole Big Mike deal. Like, yeah, it. it uh, he definitely looks like he's dressed up as a woman. But what I'm talking about is Michael. Yeah, like that's LeVon Barack Obama's buddy from Robinson. Know, yeah, back so in the seventies. They 70s, traced dude. it all the way back. Yeah, this is old news, dude. Joan Joan Rivers got killed for this. Look look up the Joan Rivers video reverso, please. Hang on, don't don't change your hell. Well, no. Ten percent of the people who hate this story are very Wow. So that is pretty fascinating. <laughs> Hang on. Definitely don't look into Michael's football career at Oregon State University Beavers. Definitely don't look at matching arm stars. Nothing to see here. Huh. Wow. That's fascinating. Look, uh, uh, search the uh, Joan Rivers, uh, Michelle Obama. Yeah, this is, this has been going on for a minute, dude. Big Mike. Hey, it's Big Mike. So, Big Mike was a football player. Are we looking at this one right here? That's it. This is Joan Rivers. Uh, yeah, we've had this on the podcast before. Well, let's say, hey, listen, it's pretty good, so we'll just do it again. Miss Rivers, how are you? Hello. You made you made a ton of news officiating the wedding in New York yesterday. Is this like a is this like a new uh, cottage uh, career move for you? I'm so excited. Okay. And I should do very well because I don't charge. And do you think that the country will see the first the United States will see the first gay president or the first woman well, we president? We already have it with Obama, so let's just calm down. Got it. No, Michelle is a trans. I'm sorry, she's a what? A transgender. We all know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. It's okay. She does the... Welcome back. Oh, hey, I guess she knew. I mean, why would she she make it up? I guess she knew. Men and women of... He's a fag. And that's the thing, dude. Barack Obama, there's at least three, and that was one of them that was going to play there a second ago, was in that series. At least three different occasions he's referred to uh, Mike, Michael and I. Like, let's say your wife's name's Barbara. Let's say Barb or Bob. Yeah, like, yeah, Bob and I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, me and D- uh, Dale and I. <laughs> no, this hasn't happened. Michelle, wow. Michael, you know, the uh, Michael and I, I've got a skit that's not safe for this unedited version that I like to do about Barack Obama over his favorite night, his favorite night of the week in the Oval Office. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, I wonder who this person in the picture and the glasses in between the two of them. I don't know. I wonder who that is and what they think about this. There's Barack. See Barack with the sunglasses oh, yeah. on? He looks yeah. a little bit like Michael Jackson before Michael Jackson turned into a weirdo. I heard he was chemically castrated. I have no idea. Michael Jackson? Yeah, that's at a young age, and that's why his voice remained that way. I have no idea. 
let's not go down that rabbit hole. All right, what do we got? Uh, is that all with Big Mike? No, no, no. I think there's a couple more. Oh. Cover more. I think there's actually quite a few tweets in this series. Oh, hey, there was Barack Obama slipping up right there. Go back up. You want to hear? No, it? no, that's Muslim faith. Never mm-hmm. mind. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I think that's it. Actually, yeah, that's it. And this is this is the last one. Which so I guess the NHL. Uh, let's go down to that tweet. <coughs> Made a tweet today. The NHL is proud to support this past weekend's Team Trans Draft Tournament. I wonder if Big Mike was there in Middleton, <laughs> Wisconsin. This was the first tournament comprised entirely of transgender and non-binary players with around 80 folks participating. So there was a lot of testosterone on that. Mm-hmm. Now, the uh, the response to this was probably not what they were expecting. So uh, someone at Blue Mountain 12 responded, so men playing on a woman's team, question mark. NHL's response, trans women are women, trans men are men. Non-binary identity is real. And so someone responds to that, then I'm sure you'll be, this was blonde jewels, then I'm sure you'll start drafting trans men onto the men's hockey teams. If you don't, you're a bigot and homophobic. Am I right? That's a, that's a great response. And so someone replied to the original one, turn off professional sports, walk away and never look back, which is the most profound advice. Hey, Normie sports fans, perhaps you should stop funding woke leagues that hate you and your values. If every NHL fan who believes in biological sex stopped watching or buying tickets, this blank would stop really fast. I feel that way about NASCAR. I've had a few arguments with coworkers. I think we discussed those here that they keep watching gay NASCAR. Did anybody see that that uh, in gay NASCAR a couple weeks ago, the guy that used the wall to in the very last turn to come past it? I think he grabbed the number two or three spot. No, I don't watch NASCAR. Dude, well, me, me either, but it was a highlight because it was absolutely insane. So the guy goes full speed, and like he gets up next to the wall in the last turn. He rides the wall through the turn and basically slingshot around like four cars. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, dude, gay NASCAR is gay NASCAR, but that, that dude had balls. Was it Richard Petty? No, it wasn't It Richard was Dale Earnhardt, wasn't it? Dale Earnhardt's been dead. <laughs> no, uh him yeah. and, him and uh, Robert Kennedy still alive. Elvis, yeah, coming back with Tupac. Nah, dude, Nelly would just kill him again. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> gay hockey, gay NASCAR. You've heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. That'll be the end for today. Again, thank you for listening so much. Please leave us a like, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, everybody, again, sincerely, thank you so much for listening. We wouldn't do this if you didn't, and uh, maybe we would. I don't know. We get bored sometimes. <laughs> Everyone have a happy Thanksgiving. Spend time with your families, and we will hopefully reconvene. We should see you next week on uh, Thursday. So thank you so much. We love you all. Thank you. And don't forget, play the podcast in the background during Thanksgiving so everybody can hear it. Oh, yeah, dude. When you're getting these recommendations of the topics to talk about it with your liberal relatives, if you have any, I don't. Well, if I do, I don't hang out with them at Thanksgiving for damn sure. I don't hang out with them ever, but, yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's too true for radio And all you can't sing about it They'll show you the door Cause Nashville ain't got any balls anymore 
They cast you aside, hope you'll tuck tail and leave But you ain't ever met an old boy quite like me Well, I'd rather be real than put on a fake show But that's too true for 